Happy Monday, Wildcat fans. We have got a lot to get to here. Just getting back from Las Vegas. Talk about what it was like on the ground there and getting you ready for the NCAA tournament. And let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. First, before we get to the NCAA tournament, let's talk a little bit about what we saw there in Las Vegas, and this was a performance by a focused team right there. I know that UCLA didn't have all of its players. I get all of that. You know what? Arizona fans have dealt with this before. We know what it's like. Lauren Woods goes out before the season or at the season. Um, Brandon Ashley, same way. We know the feeling. That's part of basketball. Obviously wish Adem Bona and Jalen Clark nothing but the best. That's just part of hoop right there. But this was a game that Arizona took on the feel of its coach, Tommy Lloyd, right there. And you might say to yourself, Mike, what do you mean by that? Well, thanks for asking. The best thing, the thing about Tommy Lloyd that is so refreshing is when you watch him, he never loses his cool. He never loses his confidence. He is always ready to go. And that is something that he, um, you know, that's just the way that he's wired. And his team takes on that. Keep in mind, Arizona was losing this game throughout. Arizona was, and they did not only that, they did not look like they were in a good position to ever win this game. And again, they were still able to get the job done when it mattered most. And a big, big part of that is, uh, obviously it starts with the Julius Tabellis. Julius Tabellis. I had no problem with him not getting the um uh I have no problem with him uh not getting the uh, uh Pac-12 player of the year. I would have given it to Jaime Hawkes, but he was big. Um he kept Arizona in it in that first half. Didn't have the typical great uh um uh performance. Um didn't have a uh uh typical great performance, but he also had the ability to be able to um keep Arizona in it when the uh when it was when it really mattered most now uh look at the rest of the team Kirk Kreisa not playing well or didn't have a great game I think we all know that but he did enough and we've talked about this time and time and time again in that he is a player that uh he can go all long stretches without playing well but you know at the end of the day he is always able to make a big play. Um, he's always able to uh, make a big shot. And quite frankly, he uh, he gets the uh, he just gets it again. He, uh, there's a lot of guys that say they want uh, they want to take a shot at the end of the game, but they don't really want to take the shot. He wants to take the shot, and that's a big, big reason that Tommy Lloyd, I believe, is such a big fan of his. Um, now. There's some other things that are in play right here. A big, big part of that is that, again, this team right here, you have one star and you got a lot of role players, but what they've been able to do, and they've been able to do this from the beginning of time, is 
they've been able to step up big when it matters most. And again, they did that against UCLA at the end. Big, big shout out right there to Courtney Ramey. You know what I'm talking about right there. Um, now, when it comes to Arizona, there is a big there's a big aspect to this that I think you have to look at and you have to say to yourself, um, all right, where exactly does Arizona go from here? Um, well, we know you got Princeton coming up right here, and Princeton is a Princeton is a team that I think you can say safely that you can definitely say safely is not a great team, but it is a team that Arizona should be able to beat. And when I say that Arizona should be able to beat Princeton, um, the uh, um, when you say that Arizona, when I say Arizona should be able to beat Princeton, um, they should be because again, Princeton is a fourteen-point underdog. And you might say to yourself, Mike, where can I get that odd? Where can I get that action? Thanks again for asking. FanDuel. All right, let's get to FanDuel right here. This is the time of the year that you want to get onto FanDuel. And a big reason why you want to get onto FanDuel is because, again, college basketball is here. Not only is college basketball here, um, it uh, um, it is a uh, – this is the time of the year that you just want to do it. And when you uh, when you get caught when you get it, um, not only do you want to get it, you want to go to FanDuel, FanDuel.com backslash locked on college right there. This is where it's at. Again, FanDuel is probably uh, FanDuel is renowned because so many people use it, and the reason so many people use it is because it's fun and it works. Again, it's easy. You can get live bets. You can get in-game betting. You can get props. You name it, they generally have it. FanDuel right there. Check it out. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Now, let's look ahead though a little bit. And I'm saying to you that I would go that I would bet Arizona to cover against Princeton because I think Arizona remembers last year that, hey, we didn't play the best against Princeton. We didn't play the best last year. And that's something that I think that they want to rectify. And you look ahead. You don't want to take up a ton of capital if you don't on a team that just isn't very good. And I think right there, that's uh, that's kind of what you're looking at when it comes to Arizona playing a team like Princeton. Now, after that, you've got New Mexico, or excuse me, you've got Missouri, you got Utah State. With Missouri, um, you got a bunch of guys that can shoot. Pretty athletic team. Probably should be a little bit better than they are, but they're not bad. I'd rather play Utah State. Um, a team that's limited against Arizona, I generally would rather play more, and I feel pretty comfortable in saying that as well. Then you've got, uh, after that, you got Baylor, which I would imagine that Arizona is going to end up playing. Baylor does not do, uh, Baylor does not impress, or Baylor does impress me, to be honest with you. Um, Baylor, I think, is a very good team. Um, Scott Drew is a very very good coach. Uh, he's been the guy that's been able to press all the right buttons, do all the right things there. Scott Drew knows what he's doing. Um, now, you watch him. You watch that team up close, and they've got very, very good guard play. With Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, Keontae George, you could make the case that they have one of the best uh, trios of guards in the country, if not the best. I mean, they are really, really good. Now, the uh, other thing about them is that you've also got, this isn't your typical Baylor team, though. 
your typical Baylor team generally has a bunch of big dudes up front that block a lot of shots, cause a lot of problems. Baylor does not have that this year. Now, again, with uh, Jonathan Schwamba and um, Flo, and you have big Flo there as well. Those guys are okay, but they're not really difference makers. They're not anybody that I think anybody's going to be terribly scared by right there. But those are the two dudes that you look at and you um, you say that, all right, um, not totally thrilled about that. But again, um, that game to me is pretty close to a pick I think that Arizona, I would back the A in that situation, but that's certainly a game that Arizona could lose. I'm not breaking any news to you right there, but that is a game that Arizona could lose. Um, but this bracket, I think, sets up pretty well because honestly, if you have to play at the Sweet 16, I mean, let's be honest. By the time you get to the Sweet 16, you're going to play good teams. It's just the way it is. Um, and not only are you going to play good teams, generally those teams um, are going to be like you. That You know what? They can go far if uh, they get the right matchups. That's just kind of the way it is. Now, uh, you look at it. Alabama, to me, which is the number one seed in the uh, – uh, which is the number one seed. Alabama is tough. Because I feel that they, first of all, rooting against Alabama and rooting against Alabama in a big way. Because, honestly, I don't like anything about Alabama, mainly because I think that the way that they've uh, they've conducted themselves during this entire Brandon Miller uh, situation is um, uh, less than ideal. Because again, I mean, we don't need to rehash all that. I think it's, I think it's been, I think it's been really crummy, crummy handled. But I'm also not surprised because we've seen that before from the uh, leadership at Alabama here in Tucson. Um, but again, I think Alabama presents all kinds of challenges for everybody. I think you could make the case they have the best player and the best prospect in college basketball. He is really, really good. Brandon Miller is a total stud, and not only is he a total stud, he is a guy that. You watch him, and you can just see how his game translates to the next level. Then up front, you've got uh, you got a, a wealth of a uh, wealth of athleticism, and also at the you got good guards at Javon Quinterly, and uh, not only Javon Quinterly, but um, uh. uh excuse me, uh, Jaden Bradley, two guys that Arizona fans are very familiar with. So again, you got solid players right there, uh, guys who um, aren't great. But again, I think Alabama, though, I think karma is going to get them at some point, though, because not only will do I think karma will get them, but you play long enough, you, uh, you know, um, there's going to be even more and more, uh, there's going to be even more and more scrutiny on Brandon Miller's this uh, time goes on. This isn't going away, ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to pick up. And quite frankly, that's the way that it should be. Because again, what, uh, happened there at Alabama, um, should not be forgotten, should not be given away. Um, but that's kind of your bracket right there. Now I do hope that looking at the rest of that bracket, I certainly am a big fan of Virginia right now. I don't like Virginia and how they play. Their style um, bores me senseless. But, but, they're good. Virginia's good. I don't think that there's, you know, again, I'm just kind of breaking that one down for you. Virginia's very, Virginia's good. But, and they play very slow. I like teams that play slow against athletic teams right there. Big fans of that right there. So we'll see. We'll see with that. Then you also got Creighton. I thought from the beginning that Creighton was going to be a team that 
that that win that Arizona had would age very well for them. Now, I think a lot of people were out on Creighton because they lost, you know, they lost their, uh, um, they lost, uh, you know, what five out of six games, whatever the case may be. And you, uh, you know, and again, they did not look great in that process uh, doing that, but. Um, they came back, and a lot of times too with basketball, it's kind of a it's kind of a situation where um, it's kind of a it's kind of a situation that uh, you know you're uh, you go through swoons, you go through long, you can go through periods where you just don't play well. Not uh, again, we've all seen that again. These are kids right here. These are not these are not big guy. These are not big players. These are kids, and. Um, you know that's uh, that's something that happens. San Diego State, I don't think is very good, but it's a good win. I don't see them giving Alabama a lot of problems, though. As a matter of fact, I'd be very surprised if they gave Alabama problems. The teams, though, that to me that can uh, maybe cause them issues are West Virginia. I don't think West Virginia is very good, but they do run that kind of style. And like I said, Virginia slowing everything down would be absolutely fantastic. One of the few times I would root for Virginia basketball. Nothing personal against uh, Tony Bennett, but I do think that um, I do think that this is a game that Arizona could uh, that Arizona could um, that Virginia could win. It would not surprise me in the least. Now looking around at the rest of the brackets, then one thing that we talked about from day one is. Arizona would like to stay out West. Well, you know what? Sometimes things change for you a little bit and you're more than okay with not staying out West. And I'm more than okay with not staying out West. Now you look at it, you've got a, uh, the West is just loaded right here. You've got a, I mean, you've got UCLA is the number two seed right there. And we'll talk about UCLA. First of all, UCLA is very, very good. I know that Arizona fans are out on UCLA right now. Um, and, and honestly, I totally have uh, no problem with being out on UCLA. But they're a very, very good team. It is a bummer that uh, Jalen Clark did get uh, hurt because I think that this team could have caused a lot of problems uh, in the NCAA tournament. You're going to have Bona back. But, and again, I think they're going to be, I think UCLA is going to be a tough out. But I'm also not, I'm also not scared of UCLA by any means. And I don't think that really anybody out there should be scared of UCLA. They don't mainly because I think that they're just lacking talent by, at this stage in the game. Um, especially because you saw too, and I give a big shout out to my guy, Michael Defoe. He said that, you know what? I'd be really nervous about my talent, my uh, talent level right there. If I was dealing with having to have Max Etienne and David Nwabu as my uh, backup bigs. That's not ideal, and we certainly saw that. Now, uh, you look at Gonzaga as a number three seed. I could totally see Gonzaga coming out of that bracket. Gonzaga's tough. They're very good. You got Kansas as well. I'm a little surprised that Kansas was given the draw they were, mainly because I think that, you know, it looked like a team that I probably should have been maybe the number one overall seed. But, again, and then UConn, which is my pick to come out of that uh, region right there at that four spot. UConn, um, another a little bit like Creighton in that they've kind of been mercurial all season, but you watch them and they've got, uh, you know, they've got talent that can match up with pretty much anybody. And, you know, that's uh, something that, um, again, just not a lot of teams have right there. 
Now, when you watch them, you might say, man, they're big, they're buff. Where'd they get that? It would not surprise me at all if it was because of Built Bar. Built Bar for the big, strong person out there. The person that uh, flexes their muscle, the person that uh, puts, uh, um, you know, that basically puts things to shame right there. Built Bar, again, based out of Utah, it's, um, you know, you can get it at GNC, all kinds of good flavors. Tastes fantastic, by the way. Built Bar, though, a lot of people are u- utilizing it. And there's a reason that a lot of people are utilizing it because it tastes good. And again, when you're leaving the gym, the last thing you want is some chalky thing that you don't really want to have to eat. You already are at the gym, you're doing your part. You want to be able to reward yourself at the end. Check it out, Built Bar. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, like I said, everybody's talked about how Arizona wants that, what draw, you know, Arizona should want, all of this stuff. I'm fine with the draw that Arizona got. I would be very surprised if Arizona did not end up in the Sweet 16. And maybe even more so that uh, you're going to have some, uh, and again, by the time you get to the sweet 16, you're going to be playing good teams. That's just the way it is. I'm not really breaking any news right there. So yes, Baylor is very, very good, but this is also not one of those vintage Baylor teams. It's not a team that you look at and you're like, man, we got absolutely no chance of beating this team. That's not this team right here. Arizona can beat that team. And, um, again, Alabama, My, uh, I think Arizona doesn't match up well with Alabama, but my hope is that through attrition, through karma, Alabama gets knocked and Arizona, or Alabama gets knocked early. Um, because, again, you know, you're going to have a lot of questions there. Now, as far as the rest of the, uh, you know, just uh, and we'll break this down a little bit tomorrow, the rest of it, looking at these teams, I think USC can 100% beat Michigan State. Rooting for USC right there. ASU is in their traditional play-in game. Um, and again, when ASU is, uh, ASU will always be in the play-in game. I joked on Twitter that maybe they should just turn that into uh, the uh, Tempe, into one of those play-in spots and, you know, uh, maybe alleviate some of the concerns right there. But again, Pac-12 is here. Oh, by the way, rooting against the Big Ten, obviously, because it's preposterously overrated. I think Purdue goes out in the second round to Memphis. I just need Memphis to win that first game. I think Memphis matches up very, very well with Purdue. Um, And uh, I've got Team Penny right there, as the kids might say. But again, this is the best time of the year right now. Again, let's take a quick break. I forgot during my read to uh, get that other break in there. Take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, wrapping everything up here, we're going to be back with you tomorrow. Also, Wednesday, travel day, I will be heading to Sacramento, back in the A, back in the University of Arizona Wildcats. But 
We will have all kinds of coverage for you there, live and on the ground, live and on the ground right there. Again, this is the time of year to hop on. You want to be part of this. It's, uh, the movement is strong. The movement is coming. So again, um, again, be back with you tomorrow. We're going to break down the rest of the NCAA brackets, tell you what you need to know, and get you ready because, again, Thursday is going to be here quicker than you can count or that quicker than you know. But as always, really appreciate everybody tuning in right here. Be back with you tomorrow. Again, giving you some player-by-player updates on Arizona. You have been listening to Locked on Wildcat podcast. Have a great, great rest of your Monday, and we will talk with you tomorrow.